we ask our listeners and our friends out on social media, what are some things that you've got on your mind? What would you like us to talk about? One of those that came up again and again is how do you deal with sibling rivalry? How do you help your kids to get along? It was important to me from the beginning that our kids end up being friends. Well, hello, everybody. This is Hal. And this is Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. We're talking about some practical stuff today, Hal. Well, we are. We ask our listeners and our friends out on social media, um, what are some things that you've got on your mind? What would you like us to talk about? And we got so many good ideas. Well, our Facebook group came up, just our Facebook group for Raising Women came up with like 80 topics. Yeah, we got lots. And one of those that came up again and again is how do you how do you deal with sibling rivalry? How do you mm. help your kids to get along? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's an important one, Hal. It's really important to me because it was important to me from the beginning that our kids end up being friends. Well, we've seen, you know, we've seen families that are struggling with that and we we didn't want to have that kind of a problem in our own family. Plus the fact that we were um you know, we ended up with a large family, and so we had kind of a test bed. We had quite a laboratory to, uh, <laughs> to you know, where we could have had. We had a great, lot of words, a lot of years to get it right in. We could have had great relationships, or we could have had awful we could have lived relationships. In a battle zone. We had six boys in a row, y'all. Mm-hmm. And you talk about some rivalry and some competition. Yeah, boys. Yeah. it's just instinctive. Well, with and, boys, you have to calibrate what is what is an acceptable level of um, challenge and strife versus, you know, real conflict. That, that, I think yeah. that's part of it. And that's part of what drove us to write our first book, Raising Real Men, I think, was people, people that were struggling with, why is my son the way he is? Well, it's because God made him the way he is. Yeah, because God made him aggressive and competitive because one day he would need to go out and make a business that succeeded so it could support his family or fight a war to protect his nation, you know, or right. all these things that he would need to have those skills for, but he needed to learn how to exercise self-control and to submit them to Christ. Uh, that's where discipleship and socialization and good parenting come in to teach him how to manage these things, which are right. naturally built in. Right. Likewise, guess what? Girls have some built-in temptations and strengths, too. Well, and they so, do. And girls are all about relationships, which also means that they can obsess about relationships. Mm-hmm. And they're really good at destroying relationships. If or using relationships to... Manipulate. Yeah. yeah. If we can dare say that. And yeah. so, yeah, it, I did not want to live in a war zone. No. And I wanted our kids to feel like our home was a haven. And that was really important to me because, you know, we had a close friend when our kids were little who, his family atmosphere growing up had been toxic, mainly due to her. Yeah. She had absolutely destroyed her relationship with her. She was the oldest with her Mm -hmm. younger siblings to the point that when she came to college, when she came to Christ in college, her siblings didn't want to hear about it. Wow. They were no part of it. In fact, when I knew her in her 30s, mm-hmm. um, only one of her siblings was talking to her yet. And she also had found the Lord, and that may be why they had they got yeah. along. 
But yeah, but I, you know, I so badly did not want that for our kids. Hal, I wanted them to be able to have a friendship and a relationship that would last. And, and uh -huh. I've got to say, we have succeeded at that. I am super happy with the way our we have five adult kids living on their own now. Yeah, and they are all good friends. And and I will say. It wasn't always that way. No, especially that, our first no, day. We're like it. No, there were there was we were like there lot. was some conflict, and that gave us all some grief. You know, trying to sort that through. Yes. and they, you know, it eventually they resolved it and grew up. <laughs> and, <laughs> but but you know, but uh, I think that some of the rules that we put in place made a difference. How? I think they did, and I think that you know. Um, Ted Tripp talks about the, the, the whole concept of discipline as shepherding a child's heart. You know, that it's not just a matter of this is a rule and if you break it, we're going to slap you on the wrist and you're going to get punished, but rather to say, okay, there's something in the heart that needs to be dealt with. Yeah, we have to put rules and boundaries in because behavior is important, but really and truly we need to be working on the heart attitude that is driving the behavior, not yes. just, not just put up guardrails to keep the behavior from destroying the world, but rather, yeah, fence that in and fix the heart as much as we have any say in that, you know? Absolutely. And so, so let's talk so, about some of our so sibling talk, rules. Well, I think, I think that first concept you mentioned there, the idea that we want our home to be a safe place. Now that's a, that's a term that gets, thrown about and abused, I think, but really, truly home should be, it should the be safe a haven. Harbor. that should be the safe Harbor. Yeah. And so that means that nobody should be made to feel hurt or unwelcome in our home. That means you don't call anybody something that they tell you not to call you. Mm -hmm. If you call somebody a, a pet name and they're okay with it, fine. If you call them something and they say, don't call me that you best not call them that. Well, that, that you, Okay, there's a bunch of principles in, in into that, but I think that first one, your home should be safe. Everybody should feel safe and be able to put their guards down when they come in the doors of your home. And by the way, that's an important thing in a marriage as well. You know, it is. That's a very important thing in a marriage as well as the parenting in the child's relationship with their siblings. But there's that second thing: we do not allow bullying. Right. Bullying behavior or provoking behavior. Pestering. Pestering. Yeah. It, yeah. By bullying or pestering, you mean using your position in the family to harass somebody else. A, a bully might be an older or bigger child who torments a younger one. Mm -hmm. A pest might be some, a younger child who provokes an older child till they get in trouble. You know, it can go either way, but you shouldn't be using your position in the family to torment other members of your family. Right. One way that we describe this to our boys is it's like playing football because our guys play football. Mm -hmm. you know, if you're all lined up there facing your lineman, you're all in the front row, you're yeah. facing the other team across, across the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. And the ball snapped, do you tackle the other team or do you tackle the guy next to you? Right. If you tackle the guys in on your team, how successful is your team going to be? You're not going to make much progress that way. No, no, you won't have the ball long. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, you know, that's an important thing to say. We want to, we want a spirit of unity. We want a spirit of gentleness, consideration, love, kindness. Now, sometimes you hear that kind of thing and say, well, it sounds kind of dull and, 
and, and sort of milk toast and all. No, that's not to say that you never joke, that you never tease, that you never have any nicknames, but you know where the boundaries are. Yes. And you don't hurt one another. Yes. You don't offend one another. You know, you take you take take pains not to step across that boundary that suddenly you have you've stepped on somebody's toes, you've hurt somebody's feelings, you know, you've made somebody angry uh, totally unnecessarily. Well, uh, an easy way that we did this yeah. is to teach them about what fighter pilots do. And yeah. you may have heard us talk about this before, well, it's, but it's such a great illustration, particularly if you have boys. Well, okay. When, when pilots are in the air and they're doing exercises, maneuvering around, if anybody comes on the radio and calls, knock it off, knock it off is kind of the radio call to say, Hey, I've got trouble here. Everybody break up. Yeah. Because everybody should separate mm -hmm. because somebody's about to get hurt. Right. In the same way we've taught our boys, you know what? You can wrestle, not in the kitchen or the living room, please, but you can wrestle. How many times do we have to say that? Yes. A million times. A yeah. million times. Right. Even like, still have a hard time dealing with it. Do you remember the time two teenagers of ours broke my antique wingback chair? Yes. And I'm nobody sorry. was even mad. Okay. They were just, they were Don't wrestle around. in the living room or in the kitchen, okay? Right. <laughs> it's dangerous. Either dangerous to your health or dangerous to you because dangerous to your health. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, but if anybody says knock it off, if mm -hmm. anybody says stop it, yeah, then it stops immediately. Right. You know, you can try your strength against each other. You can wrestle, you can compete, you can chase, you can trash talk. Mm -hmm. But if anybody says stop, it stops and it stops right then or you're in big trouble. And that's something that parents can enforce and really need to keep an ear out for. And, um, you know, some of your kids are going to have more tolerance for that than others. Some kids just take it all in stride and they love it and they can give as good as they get. And other kids will just crumple up and be crushed by it. And you think they're all my children. How, why are they so different? Yeah, because the they're different. They're different. <laughs> they, they just are. And so, you know, you're going to have some that are rough and tumble and some that are sensitive and you just need to watch all of them. And sometimes you're going to have to have an armistice. You're going to have to, to break it off and say, hey, you know, y'all can't play that game, whatever that game is. Y'all can't do that anymore because people are It might be rubber band guns. It might be wrestling, <laughs> whatever to say, you know, I'm not seeing the maturity that you need to do this right now. We're going to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and usually that will bring them to their senses. Yeah. You know, to say, oh, oh, I didn't mean, didn't mean to get it to lose it for us. You know what? I'm looking at the time. I think we need to take a little short break here because I've got something I want to talk about after break. Okay. So in the next segment, what are we going to talk about? I think we need to talk about how to make competition something that's manageable and positive, not destructive. Good idea. Okay. So we're going to talk about that in the second segment. 